Welcome to Human Becoming Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Lillianwall. On this podcast, I invite you to have the uncomfortable conversations with me, to stand in your power and explore the depths of your truth, no matter how difficult or taboo it may be. I'm showing up exactly as I am, and I'm empowering you to do the same. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Human Becoming. Today I have a beautiful, amazing guest on the podcast today. Her name is Lauren Soulsby, and I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell you all about the amazing magic that she does. Hi. Hello, Anna. Thank you for having me. My name is Lauren, and I am a transformation coach. I am the Chakra Witch and Pleasure Priestess. So that's really my, my niches is womb, moon, and chakra magic. So really diving deep into the traumas and belief systems that are stored in each chakra center and how that really corresponds with our physical bodies, our emotional bodies, and our spiritual bodies. Beautiful. (sighs) You know, it's so funny. Um, so I first learned about the chakra, by the way, I love that you pronounce it chakra, (laughs) because that's how I learned I learned how to pronounce it in all my trainings and everything. And so I always hear when somebody says chakra, I'm like, it's chakra, but okay. Um, <laughs> but I, um, I first learned about it years ago and they fascinated me so much because in my trainings, when I was introduced to my, I'm Reiki master, uh, yoga teacher, trainer, I have a yoga teacher, registered yoga teacher, whoa, words. Um, I did my yoga teacher training is what I was trying to say. Um, and even like in, in my advanced, advanced, um, trainings, they went so deep into the chakra system. And I learned about like this comprehensive psychology behind them. And I would love to hear how you work with them when it comes to clients and what kind of things clients come to you for and yeah. And how you got introduced to all of this. Yeah. Um, so I got introduced to the chakra system. I want to say about four years ago, I was uh, beginning my spiritual journey. I had just ended a long toxic and sexually abusive relationship. So I was in this space of like, who am I? What am I doing? You know, this like new slate. And I, I'm trying to figure out where I pinpointed it, but I know that the moment I saw and like started looking to the chakras, I was like, yes, this is like, there, there's an answer here. And so I just like dove deep into it. And I really corresponded it with my yoga practice, which was really important to me when I first started my journey. I did a lot more physical work before I got into more of the mental I'm a Gemini. I was like really like depressing my emotions a lot. <laughs> uh, so that's what's been a beautiful gift for the chakras for me is really honing in on the emotional body of the traumas and experiences I had had. So when it comes to my clients, it's such that's what I love about the chakras. They're so expansive. Each one holds such a different energy that it really can implement what like what that person needs, whether it is sexual trauma and abuse or um, like mother wounds and father wounds from stuff when we were children and babies, because that's all deep in your root chakra. Um, so, I mean, the lack of self-confidence, um, not being able to have a healthy sexual expression or even vocalizing your truth, you know, so that your throat chakra, your, 
your third eye, that's all so important. And the more I started to dive in and see just how it correlated with my, that mind, body, soul integration, it just became the base of, of my journey. And so um, with my clients, I like to, I like to keep that expansive. I do one-on-one deep dive work with both men and women. Um, I have a little something, a little spicy extra coming out for women only, but um, that's because it's, it's womb work. Uh, but yeah, like I just am so passionate about liberating people's true nature because so much of the way I was living, I like realized that wasn't who I was. I was trying to be what other people thought or even what I thought I should be instead of like, okay, who am I? What do I want? What do I do? And so that gave me the permission to start really exploring that while, while healing the layers while doing it. That's um, like, it's so beautiful. And I, I see you because my journey has been so similar. I got into yoga practice still very much in like the asana, right? The, the posture. Yep much the mental. Um, but of course it leads you into the mental eventually because you, the deeper you dive into that work, you're like, damn, okay. Like I really need to address this other really important aspect. All, all the yamas, all the limbs. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, you know, I, once I started to dive into the philosophy of of the yogic practice and the chakra system, the energetic body, all of those things. That's what really led me into going into trainings and into workshops and all of those things. And the certifications to me, like didn't really mean anything. I never really had like the intention of teaching yoga at like a studio or anything like that. Although I have, I never felt super called to, to do that. I, at that time was really diving in for my own healing because this was Um, around the time that I was pretty new in my recovery process, I was recovering from mental health issues, from trauma. I was sexually assaulted uh, twice within a summer. Um, and I also struggled with addiction and all of these things, you know, and then of course I had like parent wounds and I had like all kinds of things. Right. But similar to you, like the more I dove in and the more I, I opened up, opened myself up to different modalities of, of healing I like this whole other world opened up along with this whole other like part of myself or parts of myself and you know just like making the connection between you know I was very much this is just an example one of many examples actually but like I realized that you know growing up I had been suppressed like my voice had been very much suppressed in in my household right like up to one of my parents was always a sign of quote unquote disrespect. It was always stepping out of line. And so I learned to silence myself and I learned that speaking up had consequences, right? Like I was going to get grounded. I was going to get shunned. I was going to, you know, like one of, one of my parents, like when I would speak up would, would give me the cold shoulder, right? Like there was a very like interesting dynamic there. Right. And then the other one, uh, would suppress so much and then just explode, just anger. It's the ticking time bomb. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, like everything would be fine, drop a pen on the floor and like lose it. Yeah. And so because of that, like because of witnessing those two differences and then having my own experience, right. And like, again, uh, shutting down my voice, I can look back now. I mean, I have had, I have a history of 
respiratory infections and, and being sick and having like a quote unquote weak respiratory system where I would get maybe maybe two to three times a year. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like I'd get bronchitis, I'd get pneumonia, I'd get pharyngitis, my tonsils would, um, would swell up. I, and this was just like such a gnarly pattern. And I can look back now too and see, wow, you know, of course, right? Like now that I know what I know about, like, so emotions and energy was affecting your physical body. Yes. Exactly. Like the body was saying, no, something's not right. But into my adulthood and into like really opening myself up to these other modalities to really understand the energetic consequences that that exist when we're suppressing things and we're not addressing things or there's wounds and, you know, even, yeah, just, just all of it. It's just, it's so fascinating. And I'm so so grateful for the work that you do. Thank you. Yeah. It's just chakras are a beautiful step-by-step guide for you, you know, like starting from the root and getting just really deep and intimate with that space integrating what it is that like what's coming up for you and then being able to move up through the system because it's important to know how one imbalance, a block is going to affect the entire system. You cannot be fully embodied and liberated if something is out of balance. And so it's really important to have that. It creates awareness in that, like that subtle energy body. A hundred percent. And it's interesting because it's, you know, similar to like why we call a yoga practice, a practice. I feel like this is very much the same where it's not about like, you know, like striving for perfection every single day. It's just, it's more about the awareness. It's more about being in tune to your body. And like knowing for, like for me, I know when something's out of balance because I am so in tune with my body. It's like, Like it's so silly and I can always pinpoint like what's out of balance, why it's out of balance, what's coming up for me. And, and then because of the chakra system, as well as other practices and other modalities and and all of that, I have tools, you know, in my giant toolbox of Mm -hmm. how I am then going to address that. Yeah, absolutely. And I love, um, being able to kind of scope out and look at events and the way things happen and being able to come back and be like, wow, like pointing a chakra out of balance. One of the things I struggled with, um, when I was 19, I had ended a four year relationship and it was really hard because I loved him. And there was, there was no like negativity around the separation, but so, but it needed to happen. My heart was like, we need to end this. And after that, you know, I was opening up into, you know, like being a teenager and hanging out with people. And I started to get back me and this had never happened to me before. And I was like really ashamed and felt grossed out by my body. And this kind of stuck around me for a couple of years. And then when I, I got in my relationship, that was really um, sexually and emotionally toxic and abusive. There would be times where he would throw shame at me for what was going on with my body because I didn't have the answer to the question. He's like, well, why is this? Why is it like this? You know, I'm like washing my body with the Neutrogena body acne wash, you know, and trying to do all the things. And I just did not have an answer. So every time it came up, I closed myself off. I felt shamed. I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't have the answer. And then looking back now, I didn't even point this out until maybe not even a year ago and really realized that space where the breakout was happening in my body was all connected to my heart chakra. 
because I literally, my, my heart closed off after this, this um, separation that I had. And then going into hanging out with people who were just really toxic. I had no one positive in my life besides my family. So that was just coming to these realizations of like, wow, like I hold myself so with so much compassion now that I, w- I wish I had the answers then, but you know, that's why we learned the lessons we, we do and come now and ha- bringing this awareness. So when something happens to myself physically or emotionally, energetically, I can look back on it and be like, this is what's going on. I'm going to tap in. I'm going to give myself this nourishment and this healing that I need. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's it's such a beautiful way to reflect on a difficult time of your life. Right. And I think that, you know, if we really all took a, like a pause and looked at what was happening in our physical and our emotional and our energetic bodies, like all, right. Cause there's so many layers of our existence of our being back and see, you know, these, um, these signs that things were out of alignment. And a lot of times we self-abandon, right. A lot of times, you know, like I know for me, a lot of times where I was in relationships that were super abusive and I was suppressing my voice, like for me, the, the most, so I for sure have had a lot of, uh, unbalanced chakra experiences. I think the main thing or at least like the most uh, common theme has always been my throat chakra and has been that respiratory thing. And, um, you know, I can look back and, and at being in abusive relationships and really silencing my voice and being a people pleaser and all of that stuff. And I can look back and be like, Oh my God, I was sick so much in that relationship. Like I had colds all the time. I had like sore throats. I had strep throat, like a lot, like so many times. And so, you know, it's so interesting to look back now and be like, my body was telling me something. My body was saying like, you are suppressing your voice. And of course I didn't have the answers then, right. Similar to you. So it's now I look back and it's so easy to be like, Oh, like I spent so much time in that relationship. Why didn't I waste my time? Why didn't I know? Why didn't anybody, you know, why didn't any of the mentors or anybody, you know, any of the mentors that I had, at the time, tell me this, what, right? Like, and it's easy to play the blame game. Yeah. Myself, blame other people, all the things. And then I'm just like, but wait a second, if I actually zoom out and look at what that experience and what that knowledge gave me, it's priceless. Yes. Oh, like I, I, I truly hold so much love and gratitude for every person that has ever infiltrated into my life, whether it was good or bad. Because, like, I hate the term, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it, it brought me exactly where I am. It has helped me learn the lessons that I've needed to learn so I can be in service to others. So, you know, you can look at my story, look at your story and be like, wow, I'm going through something very similar and I don't have to keep going through it. I can make a choice and I'm not alone these like these people have tools for me and so it's such a gift like just yeah opening up into the coaching world and just like how expansive it is and it's just it's absolutely beautiful that we all have our own niches and we're just here to to help serve the collective because we all deserve love and and happiness yeah and if we all felt that way like I mean we (laughs) were We would just be living life all freely. We wouldn't be having this conversation anymore. (laughs) 
nothing, nothing to heal. I mean, we'd all be good, but yeah, it's just, you know, I'm going to try to think, you know, we are slowly, but steady moving into this. Very slowly. Yeah. We're moving into this new paradigm. And I know you and I are very much on the same wavelength in terms of like what is happening in our collective and like where we are moving and uh, the necessity of the, the heaviness and the, the releasing this, like, I feel like we're a lot of us are like going through this deep cleanse, like collective. Right, like I was after ego death. (laughs) Oh my gosh! So yeah, all the ego deaths, all of like everything right now is so scary and uncertain. And I want to like validate that because I something that a lot of us are just like, hold on, what the fuck, right? But like at the same time, it's like we've been praying for this, and we didn't know how this was going to look, right? Like you know, even if you think of of um. Prayers like, you know, in Sanskrit, there's the the prayer of may all beings be happy and free, may mm. be giving to this happiness, right? And so really like when I think of that, and it gives me I just get like I have goosebumps. <laughs> I get like goosebumps every time I say something in soul and like the universe are like, yes, <laughs> you know, like um, yep. You know, it's like I've I've said that prayer a million times since I learned it ten years ago on the beginning of my journey, and you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, like this is gnarly. Like we have to go through this healing process, and we're being confronted with a lot. And so it's like it's interesting too to think of like I don't know if this is going to make sense. So because I haven't processed it, I'm just going to say it is like you know, like we all have like our kind of like individual chakra system, and then there's like this like collective chakra system. Yeah. And I, that's, that's our karma. Yeah. You know, our souls cut like reincarnated in this time for a purpose. We all have our purpose in this time and we're going through our karmic cycles from past lives, from ancestral traumas. And so like, I, that totally does make sense because we all have our individual shit, (laughs) you know, that we're working on and it affects everyone collectively. And there is a collective feeling that a lot of people are having. And it's right now is really important, especially for like the, for people to start tapping into their lower three chakras is to hone in more of like, they, they know they have the power of their life, confident where they are. They express their emotions, fluidity, and are able to, you know, hold themselves accountable for how they feel and feel safe in the entire process. And that's safe in your body, safe in your environment and safe with the unknown. And because even though we're in this quote unquote pandemic, everything's always been unknown. The future has always been unclear. So now we just, we have this like extra pressure. It's like we're being pressure cooked to release those traumas. So we can then move into a higher, a higher consciousness, a higher frequency. And so we're all just going through our own different, like yeah, nasty yeah. shit. And it's easy to project that onto people which is, oh, you know, we can see a lot, but really honoring everyone's process is really key right now. And you like literally word for word, because this is our first conversation, especially even like around this, right? Like word for word, like just said, like everything that I've been saying, like in my journals and my conversations, like to clients, like everything. And I just think that that's such a beautiful sign of synchronicity because this is our first actual conversation. And I'm just, I just love that. Like, I'm like, Oh shit. Like I've been using like the pressure cooker, like as a metaphor, as an analogy for everything that's been going on right now. Right? I love it, that. 
it's so interesting, right? And like, even before you said like lower three chakras, I was like, yeah, you know, and like, that's what I was like going to say next. And then you just, yeah, I was just like, ah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's so, it's so interesting too, because I do feel like, yeah, we're all on our individual paths. We're all in our own unique realities, right? Like my reality doesn't look like yours and yours doesn't look like mine. Even if we are seeing things in similar ways, right? Even if we're on similar paths and have very similar perspectives and, and, um, you know, our ideas of spirituality and all of that stuff, like my actual reality is different than yours and yours is different than mine. And so I feel like what has been so important for me to remind myself of, and then to, um, even go online and like on my platforms and give people these reminders or clients or whatever is, you know, and we are in our different realities. We're all, we are on different parts of our past, right? Like I've been on this path for a lot longer or a lot shorter than other people, right? Like mm-hmm. we're, we're all doing our best and we're all exactly where we need to be. And that's like the most beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, part of what a lot of people are struggling with is releasing the need to know. Yeah. The need for to control. (laughs) The need to know. And that, like you said, beautifully is like really getting grounded, right? Like, like even just like the root chakra, right. Is, is where you are knowing that you are safe in this moment and, and start, stop reaching out for the false senses of safety because like, like uncertainty has been, present and, and been a thing since the minute we were like conceived, right? Like the minute that we became earth side, right? Like we were born and like all of this stuff, it's been nothing but uncertainty. Right. And so the only thing that we do have control over is how we choose to show up right now. Yep. Yep. And I think, uh, it's really, it's corresponds with the solar plexus chakra. And cause that's like, that's your power center. And so the importance of tapping into this is separating the need to control and knowing that you have control and power over your being. Sovereignty. So we're so programmed to try to control everything outside of ourselves that we then obviously lose track and we lose groundedness. And we're like, I have no control of everything or anything. And so we come back to ourselves and think, I have control and power over myself and how I feel and how I'm going to perceive like this situation and this experience. And so once we can take back that control, your own personal power, that's when you're, you don't need anything to be in control because you are divinely guided by the universe and you trust it 100%. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred and ten percent. Yeah. It's what I'm really feeling lately. Like what keeps coming to me in meditations, what just like in readings, just everything is, is the theme of sovereignty, right? Like <sighs> reclaiming our sovereignty and knowing that like, we, we are, you know, in a lot of us are in this rush to get back to quote unquote normal, but like we're rushing back to something that wasn't working, right? Like we were normalizing greed. We were normalizing being overworked. We were normalizing you know, having to be in debt all the time. And I have a very like open, uh, abundant mindset around debt, but that's not everybody's reality. Right. And so like, I also understand that like, I can, you know, shift into like, I'm so grateful for debt because it gives me the ability to invest in myself and all of those things. And that's not everybody's reality, Mm -hmm. you know, and that duality exists. Like there's always the light and the shadow. And so I think it's so important to like, to know that in this process, 
we are in this, like so many people are wanting to rush back to the sense of normalcy or run, wanting to rush back to these, these comfort things or the distractions that are no longer uh, available to us right now because so, um, solitude is, is challenging. And I think what's challenging for people is they don't know what they really want. They don't know what actually makes them happy. And so going back to comfort is something that they already knew. That's why it's comfort. And so changing the perception and looking at this as this blank canvas is a gift. We get to come back to ourselves and be like, okay, what do I want? What do I feel? What's going to make me safe in this moment? And you get to create it. But we just haven't really had that opportunity as, as much as we do right now. And that's really, really scary for people. And like, it's something I, I mean, I get, I didn't know what I wanted for so long. So I kept doing the, the hard labor job that was killing me physically and emotionally. And, you know, I just finally like had to grab on like, you know what? I don't like this. I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm not going to. And let me tell you, every single person, besides like not from my family, but, like every person I knew didn't think I was going to. I was a smoker for 10 years. And it was one of those things one day, like I was kind of like leading up to it, but I was like, I don't need this anymore. And I quit cold turkey and it's been almost three years. And I like, I 100% have to thank like my chakra work and just the spiritual work I was doing because it was finally something that I loved and was attached to because it made me feel good. And it was like this little safety net. It was a really good stress reliever. So if I was feeling all sorts of things, I was like, cigarette, um, where now I had to come back and like when the, and when those feelings arise, really be with them. And that's the hard part. Yeah. And finding like you said, this, this beautiful dance and balance of your dark and your light, because the dark is never going to go away. It's not, you know, we like, we can hope for future generations that they don't have to experience as much darkness because that's why we're here to alchemize what we've gone through these karmic cycles. So future generations don't have to do it. But right now in this reality, doing the healing work is not going to make it disappear. It just helps you transmute it when it comes up for you quicker and you bring more awareness to it quicker. And so you're not stuck in the darkness, but you're like, okay, this is how I feel. This is what's coming up. Yeah. That's not how I feel anymore. No, that's old. And like, let's move forward. And it's, it's a dance, but it's, it's so worth it. It's worth the joy and love and liberation you get. Yeah. Yeah. I could not say that more beautifully. That was like, that just hit my soul so, so hard. And for me, like shadow work has, was something that I really feared for a long time. I really feared going deep. I really feared a lot of what even like the chakra system represents, right? Because in the chakra system, you know, when you, when you go into a yoga class, like there's a lot of false light that is, that exists in yoga studios and it's not right. And like, it's not because yoga. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is that the, the, the goal of doing the work is not to just pacify everything and to uh, distract and to, you know, stay in good vibes, only positive attitude, right? Like it's actually like 
choosing and being willing to be uncomfortable so that you can alchemize whatever it is that is within you that is wounded or unbalanced mm-hmm. so find freedom right mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean like you can be on this journey for a long time I've been out at this for 10 years and it doesn't mean that something doesn't come up it doesn't mean that I don't have bad days it doesn't mean that I'm not fucking triggered sometimes it doesn't mean you know that doesn't that's not what this looks like it's not about perfection it's a constant like practice and, and like you said a constant dance between the light and the dark and the you know the the ego and the soul and the you know just all of these different things they're so you know it's like I think of it like a dance floor right yeah you know, like old school dances where like, I think of like almost like medieval dances in a way where you're like changing partners. Yes. I love that. I totally pictured that. Mm, everyone's in sync and mm. yeah, just like this beautiful, like, um, yeah, just like beautiful music and you're just like changing partners and you're, yeah. And like each partner, brings, yeah. And each partner brings out a little different something, something for you. And like, it's just, yeah. And it's just, it's so, it's so interesting. And I wanted to go back because you, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, quitting smoking or quitting your job and just getting to this point where you're just like, damn, I'm done. Like, that's it. I'm done pretending that I don't know what I need. Cause last year, this has been something that, you know, was, was coming up for me a lot. I was coaching part-time, but I was working full-time more than full-time. I was overworked. I was running a psychiatric clinic. I have any help. I was managing seven doctors and like a hundred, a thousand something patients. Um, and the, we didn't have enough help. And I was, I was exhausted. Uh, my hands hurt like carpal tunnel 29. Like why carpal tunnel, carpal tunnel is, should not be a thing right now. You know? Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Um, and I felt this deep, deep disconnection from myself, from my spiritual practice, because I really started to tell myself the stories of, um, there's no place for the duality of both. Like my right now is like in this pivot, I'm, I'm mental health and mysticism, you know, I'm, but I'm, I'm so much more than that too. Right. I'm a multidimensional being, but these are just the two things that I'm really talking about right now. And then there's also sacred sexuality and uh, sexual expression that's coming in. Oh, that's one of my, I'm a pleasure priestess. That's like one of my things. Cause that's why I'm I'm loving your content lately because it's something that like it's been part of a uh, relatively recent journey of mine and like part of my re- uh, reclaiming and like part of my like just a part of my journey and so it's just something that I've also been weaving in and it's so interesting because then I have clients that are now coming to me like I don't know why even though it's not really like you know, highlighted in my content, my clients are coming to me like, Oh, I just feel really called to talk to you about this right now. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know, it's because I'm embodying it. Right. And so anyway, yeah, I was working at that, um, that clinic and I had decided, um, I had spoken to a mentor. I was, uh, it was actually for BLA, which I know you went through as well. Looking to them, uh, to Kiara, our mentor, and I said, "Yeah, I'm going to do this program." But it was still like months out. I paid for the program, and then it came time for me to notify my employer, like, "Hey, I'm I'm quitting. I'm jumping in like full time." But I kept putting it off, and I would walk in. I would sit in my car. I would be breathing, and I'd be like, "Cause I was terrified. I was terrified, and I was like, I have to, I have to tell them, like, like I'm running out of time, and I want to, you know." 
um, have integrity and leave, you know, the way that I feel like I want to leave. And I don't want to burn bridges, even though I would have been well within my, like, I would have been just not going to be back, but (laughs) I was fully justified in like, uh, having like a, a reaction, right? Like that wasn't, you know, calm and collected, but that wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to stay grounded and I wanted to stay within like, um, in, in my truth and how I wanted to show up. So anyway, um, but every time I would walk in and I would say, okay, I'm going to go and tell him, I'm going to go tell my boss. And then I'd walk in and I'd be like, hi, good morning. And then I would go to my office and I would totally check out. So I remember there was three days until I would have had like a two week notice because then the program was starting and I could not be in the program and work full time. It just was not going to work. Yeah. Um, I, and it was just part of like my like uh, declaration. Right. So I was like, no, I have to. Anyway, I felt this resistance and I really felt like, oh my God, I, I, I don't know how to tell him. I'm on the phone, right? Like I pick up the phone this day and my hearing goes out completely. I've never had hearing issues. I've never had anything. My hearing completely goes out. My hearing is ringing. Literally connected to your throat chakra. Yeah, keep going. (laughs) My hearing completely goes out. I can't hear this person on the phone. Um, I stand up. I have vertigo. So I can't, I was going to walk to another phone thinking that it was another phone. Could I had complete vertigo. It was the weirdest thing. And there was nothing like in my like diet or exercise, like nothing like that, that was out of balance. It was the fact that soul was like, girl, you said that what you needed to do. And this is what you decided because you know that this is what you are meant to do and you are resisting. Mm -hmm. Like you are like, you're creating this conflict because you're, you're choosing not to, you're, you're choosing not to be Uh, true to yourself right now. And you're not willing to be uncomfortable with this change right now. So my body was like, all right, like, here we go. Um, and that happened and I still refused for two days. And then the Friday came and that was going to be, you know, like that was like my deadline. Mm -hmm. And I finally gave my notice. My hearing has like, I've never had that issue again, but for those two and a half days, I, I would pick up the phone. My hearing would go out. I would, I had vertigo. I was just like, this is so weird ever so anyway that, that is so beautiful that's literally a, that was all source in your body because your throat chakra is connected to your ears along with like the, with your jaw and your um and stuff and so with you not expressing your truth and what you really wanted it was almost like your body was like well then you're not going to hear and you need to listen to yourself and speak your truth yeah a hundred percent if you're not gonna if you're not gonna listen to yourself then you don't get to listen to anybody like exactly oh so interesting too, because it was like, my job was very much, um, you know, in general, it was just out of alignment with what I felt to be true. Right. Like it was a lot of things. Like I didn't want to keep contributing to like the insurance and the pharmaceuticals and not that I'm against medication or against like insurance, but there's a lot that needs to be addressed. Yes. Yeah. I I don't just leave it there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a lot that needs to be addressed there. And so then I started to feel that inner conflict of like, damn, like here I am feeling the way that I'm feeling, right? Like I'm turning people away that need help because they can't like, they don't have insurance or they can't afford medication. Like I'm contributing to the very things that I believe are fucking wrong. And these things cannot pay my bills anymore. This is not how I'm going to eat. And this is not how I'm going to like pay my bills. Like 
I can't do it anymore. And it was like, that was like the bigger thing. It wasn't even just like, oh, I invested in this program and in a mentor. Like it was so much more than that. It was like, I'm choosing to walk away from something that doesn't serve me. And that was a pattern, not even just like, uh, like professionally, it was a pattern that I then broke because that, that same pattern showed up in relationships, right. In like relationship with myself and in romantic relationships, just so many things. So it was a really powerful, um, declaration and like process of like reclaiming my, my power from, mm. and, but it was just so interesting to see the, the, the way that my body was like breaking down. It was like, you know, I, my hands would cramp, like they'd get stuck. And I've not, I said, well, since I've quit, I'm still on my computer, right? Like I, I have a virtual business, right? Like I'm still on my computer. I've not had any pains in my joints, no hearing issues, no anything. So it's just, it's a, it's a, a sign and a testament to like your body says fucking no when something's out of alignment, but you have yeah. to learn how to get in tune with that voice. Yeah. It's, it, it's incredible how much our emotions take a physical impact on our bodies. And, but yet so many people are still so afraid to feel our feels, you know, but then we're, we're okay with trying to cover up what we're feeling with something outside of ourselves. And then we really are breaking down our bodies more and more, making it harder to, to come back around, you know, but yeah, that's why doing this work really like being able to be tuned into your emotions is going to be the key to shifting your mindset, to shifting your physical health, your mental health. You know, emotions are just like a key to everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. And it's, you know, I, I get why people were so or are so afraid. I was terrified. I was terrified to feel my feelings. I was terrified to look at the traumas that I had experienced. I was terrified of, you know, what those experiences meant about me, right? I was terrified of like what my feelings, like, you know, when I was angry, what did that mean about me? When I was sad, what did that mean about me? When I was, you know, jealous, what did that mean about me? And because I was so unwilling to go inward and be like, all right, here's a feeling, right? Like good, bad, does it like there are no labels necessary, right? Like it's just a feeling. We're the ones that give them the labels. Here's this, this emotion. Here's this experience. Now, if I'm willing to sit with it and ask questions and inquire about where it's coming from and what it can teach me, then I can, then I can alchemize it. Then I can understand it and I can myself and I can feel better for myself and for other people. But when I sit there and I sit in judgment and I suppress it or I, you know, do whatever I numb it, that's when I act out, right? The same as the body acts out when we don't pay attention, right? So that's when I lash out at, um, you know, at a friend or that's when I'm jealous and I backstab somebody. Yeah. That's when I, you know, I, I'm not trustworthy in my relationship with a, with a, a guy, right? Like my romantic relationship, that's when I seek attention and, and do something out of integrity, right? Like it's so important to understand like where those behaviors come from. And it all starts from like what you're feeling. And it's not that what you're feeling is wrong. It's, it's how you're choosing to react or not react, but to respond and to hold those emotions and those experiences. And being able to detach yourself from it and really understand that our feelings don't define who we are. Cause that's when like that, that judgment and that guilt and that shame come up for your, you know, if you're feeling angry or jealous and you're just like, Oh my gosh, yeah. Who am I? Like, what does this mean about me as like, as my character, that's not who I am. And we need to detach ourselves 
from our emotions. We are not our emotions. We are who we say we are. Truly. No one can tell you who you are. And if you start, if you believe what outside people are telling you, if it's bad, like, or, or good, you need to separate yourself from it and come back to how you feel. Who do you think you are? And detach from any, anything outside of yourself and really be, give yourself that grace that like, it's okay. Like I said, to feel what you're feeling, but that's not who you are. It doesn't define who you are. Right. And like, you know, too, I think it's the part of like figuring out who you are and then expressing that is like also understanding that like, you're not for everybody. (sighs) Oh gosh. Yes. Yes. I am not everyone's cup of sugar. Yeah, no, and that's, and like, what a beautiful thing though, right? Like, I I love that I have the ability to um, meet somebody or have an experience of somebody rather because I don't know them truly, right? Regardless of how much you know somebody, like it takes a very long time, I think, to be able to say like, oh, I know you, I see you, Right. So when I'm having an experience of somebody, like what a beautiful thing for me to be able to to use my discernment and be like, you know, this person just isn't for me, right? Like we're not in alignment, at least today, maybe, you know, years down the line, that'll change. Or maybe at one point this person was for me, but today in this moment at the stage of evolution that I am in now, what a beautiful thing for me to be like, you know what? I lovingly am not in alignment with you. Yes. Oh, you'll have that unity and and still have that, like that, that ability to, to, um, to like be respectful. Yeah. You know, like there's so many coaches that are powerful as fuck, right? So many mentors, so many healers, so many thought leaders, like that I look at it and I'm just like, man, like you probably really have powerful transformations that you invite people in, right? Like you have powerful, Mm -hmm. but you're like, you're not the magic that I'm looking for right now. And that's why this industry is so beautiful and powerful is that there are so many different people to help you. So if there's something like, you know, I'm on a call with someone and there's like this X, Y, and Z that I can't help them with, but I'm going to be like, you know, I'm resourceful and I know someone who can, and I'm going to, I'm going to take you to that because at the end of the day, it is, I don't matter when it comes to it. Like the money doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is your transformation. Oh yeah. Like, the change that you are wanting to create in your life is of the utmost importance. And like, no matter if it's I that help you do it or someone else that does, like there's no competition in this, in this whatsoever. Yeah. Well, and like, what a beautiful, because I'm in the same place. Like I have said, I like that. I'm not the person for you many, many times. And not from a place of like, I don't want to help you or you are helpless or that you, yeah, it's empowering to say like, I'm not going to take your money and pretend that I can help you if I don't think I can be of service. Right. Because like I'm, I'm where I am today because I've walked through fucking hell and back and I can say that. Mm -hmm. And and I, what a beautiful journey through hell it has been. Oh yes. Mm. You know, like I, I very much had to go through my own um, like trial and errors, you know, yeah, I had to like go through the underworld and all of that stuff. I always think of, um, like in Greek mythology, there's Persephone and 
taken to the underworld from Hades. And this is, you know, it's a really beautiful story. Hades brings her to the underworld to be his wife. And she is the goddess of spring and like just this, this beautiful woman. And instead of you know, resisting the the reality that she's in, right? Like, instead of her being like, oh, I don't want to be here. This is stupid. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. She decides that she's going to embrace the reality that she, and the invitation that she's given. And she gets comfortable in the underworld, in the darkness, rather. So when we're talking about shadow work, this is like really symbolic of knowing that like when you're confronted with, with your darkness or shadow work, to choose to get comfortable in the discomfort and and like, okay, I'm going to alchemize this because when you embrace it and you stop giving the power that it doesn't deserve, right? Like when you're like, oh, this is bad. And this is, I shouldn't be feeling this way. And you're shaming it, you're you're, what you're telling yourself. And like the message that you're sending then is that this is a quote unquote bad experience. Yeah. And the more you, right. It's like what you resist persists. (laughs) And continue to run from it's just gonna follow you yeah exactly you're meant to do that work and I just think that like so you know when I think of of going through those process and when I think of you know all of that all of that it's just like what a beautiful invitation to find out who the fuck I am oh mm. yes yes one one hundred percent like yeah I just I felt that so deeply yeah, it was funny because I had a mentor who she like I was going through this process and she kept saying like, you know, this just reminds me so much of Persephone. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I got to like kind of like the end of this massive shift in my life and she brought it up again. And then I was like, wait, hold on. What? Can you tell me that story again? Like start from the beginning because I know you've said it like multiple times and you keep bringing it up because you see it, right? Because you have like, I'm in my shit. So I don't, I'm not seeing the big picture, which is, yeah. fine, you know, and I was like, but can you kind of um, you know, retell that story. And she told me and I was just like, Oh, shit, like, this is such a beautiful, like story and like representation of what shadow work is and like what that journey is. Every time that you go through it, it's like, it's not it's not about crumbling to the beliefs that you're broken or you're damaged or anything like that. It's like you're experiences. And they're not all going to not all experiences are going to be full of joy <laughs> like oh no I mean there'd be there's there's all the lessons are in the dark yeah like there's no there's just there's love and celebration and joy in the light but the dark is where the work the work is yeah you know? yeah like, mm. yeah 100% it's you know and I think it's it's not even like they're separate of like there's just it's always like an integration because even something like love can be terrifying and involve shadow work, even when you're experiencing that, you know? So it's like trying to compartmentalize these things is just like our brain trying to make sense of something that is so unbelievably more evolved <laughs> than, you know, it's your soul. It's not, it's not brain. Yes. Mm, yeah. I had a, a little like visualization when you were talking about your shadow of just like a shadow walking towards me and just being like, Oh, hey, it's you again. Hello. <laughs> what work are we going to do today? Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's how you have to come and look at it. It's like you have to look at that darkness and be like, hi, love you. I didn't miss you, but I love you. What's, 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 what journey are we going to go on to right now? <laughs> Long hello, darkness, my old friend. 
it's so true though, because like every time I'm like, oh shit, here's some shadow work about to come up. Like in the beginning, yeah, at the beginning of this year, I went through a gnarly breakup, like really gnarly, um, heartbreak. And you know, what was leading up to that was about a year and a half of some like really like universal abrasive (laughs) invitation to do some shadow work. And I really, I was doing all the shadow work thinking that there was going to be a different outcome, right? Mm-hmm. Up at the end of that journey was a disconnection and unraveling of a relationship, which is, you know, is very purposeful even in its pain, right? But like, it's, it's just so interesting because like, as I was doing that work and I was moving through a very painful time of my life, I was also creating my business. I also fucking quit my job, right? I also have never felt more uh, clear and confident in who I am. Yes. You know, like, all, like all of this, like in, the, so it's like the, the duality, right? Of like, I'm moving through this, this uh, shadow, right? I'm moving through some really deep wounding that was connected to a lot of stuff that I, you know, hashtag thought I healed this, right? Like jokes on me. Yep. Um, when, you know, it's just like, there's always deeper layers to, to heal. Right. And then, you know, in the process again, like, you know, creating this, this sustainable business, having to let go of these fears of like, can I afford my home on my own? Can I do all of this by myself? Right. Like being uh, invited into like deeper layers of like self-trust. Mm, yes. Chakra work or chakra work. Right. See, like even mm-hmm. I said, well, Um, but yeah, you know, just like all of this stuff. And it's just like such an interesting, when you take a step back and you look at the big picture, the duality that exists all the time is so beautiful. And so, right. Like we tend to think like things are really bad right now. Things are really good right now, but we're never like, well, not never, but a lot of us don't really take a step back and look at the full picture of like all the different elements and all the different things that are happening and, and the purpose behind those things that are happening. Yes. I feel that so deeply. I would, I would definitely say, so I moved to Portland, um, actually a year ago to this day, (laughs) um, from my hometown, Albuquerque, I lived in New Mexico for 26, almost 26 years. So it was a really big shift. And I moved out here with um, a man that I was in a long distance relationship with. And so, you know, like I knew what I was like getting myself into. We hadn't like, we've only uh, met in person a few times. And I was in this space where I was being presented with someone who was showing me that they were, you know, doing their own shadow work and was like, had like some spirituality and stuff that like, I really connected with. So I was like, Oh my gosh, I haven't, I've never dated anyone like this before. Cool. Like I have someone who's like, you know, on my level and, you know, definitely things shifted once we were in, um, in our space together. And I mean, our signs definitely just like don't collab, but there was a lot of layers there. And very, very shortly after this move, I already knew I was like, this is not going to, this is going to end. And I don't know how, but it's not going to be pretty. And, you know, I won't go get too much into the story, but, um, August it was very early August. We were, we just, we finally discussed like what we were going through because we disconnected emotionally, intimately, like communitively. And it was, I, I had the biggest 
block in my throat chakra. I had really tense shoulders and it felt like, you know, I was like heaving up and I just like was about to vomit and couldn't, and literally couldn't. So it was stuck in my throat. And that was the feeling I had. So I was like, I can't do this. I've, I've been down this road before. I'm not going down it again. So we sat down and had a conversation about what we were feeling. It took like two days and we decided, you know, we're going to separate, you know, you're going to, you, you stay here and I'll move out. And it was all, um, what's the word? I, I lost the word, but anyways. Um, but then a few days later, um, a lot of his darkness and money mindset issues and childhood traumas he had experienced came to surface and, he got really drunk and came home and things got really ugly and um, physically abusive. And, you know, I had to call the cops and have him be taken away. And that was like, I, I've experienced physical trauma in my life, um, starting as a young teen, but this was something completely different. It wasn't a sexual abuse, but it was like, I've never been so fearful of my life and for someone else's ever. I've never felt that intensity. and. I've never called the cops before. So it was just, it was really traumatizing. And what was kind of funny is 911 ended up being an angel number with me until I quit my job. But the whole point of like that trauma, a month later, I was at Bold Leap Live in San Diego where I got introduced to Kiara and just the industry and everything. I was just like, oh my God, I'm home. (laughs) Like I am in a place where women are like, you know, we are communicative and we're expressing our feelings and we're holding space for each other. And I never felt such powerful energy. And I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. And honestly, though, like without that trauma, without that separation and that experience I went through, I can almost guarantee you, I would not have been to San Diego to go to Bully Live. I wouldn't have made the choices I have made to bring me here, which was investing myself, going into BLA, finding five grand and, you know, taking that plunge. And, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to create my own business. And I quit my job without even having a client signed up yet. And it was, it literally happened three weeks <laughs> before the coronavirus. I used, I worked in a grocery store for seven years and with, but source and God was like, you need to quit your job by this. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, just having like that, that faith and that trust, but all of it brought me to that point. And, you know, I've been going through my own shadow work, being home and never really having like that experience and really shifting the way I work. So I was always very masculine and very headstrong and feeling more into my feminine. Like all of this has curated into who I am and who I continue to become. And so like, all I can do is look back on that experience and that trauma and think it for exactly what it was. Yeah. And it's, and, and that's, that's it. It's so powerful when you are able to look back at something and be like, damn, like, yeah, that was really painful. And yeah, that was really scary. And yeah, like, it's so easy to be like, damn universe, like, why was that necessary? You know, but then when you really take a step back look and look at like how purposeful it is, and if it's not purposeful yet, it's, you have to look at your willingness to allow it to be purposeful. You have to look at your willingness to let go of the story, right? Like you have to let go of your attachment to the anger and the need to be right. And the, you know, the self-righteousness and the um, victim mindset and the pain and what things, what is that serving? What purpose are those serving? Cause until you're unwilling, until you're willing to let go of the purpose that those 
arts are, you know, those experiences are serving, how is it going to be purposeful, right? Like, how is it going to help you? Like, how is it going to like catapult you into where you want to be? And I, I, so I, so hear you when it comes to like looking back and being like, Oh my God, this was terrifying. But then even like how quickly things can change, right? Like within a month, of that experience, how drastically different your life became and how different it is now. Cause I know that there's like a lot of new adventures that you're looking at now, right. In terms of like, Oh, I mean, I won't like air your stuff, but you know, like, I just know that there's, Oh, I'm moving to Maui. It's happening. Yep. I'm taking the plunge and moving, moving out of the mainland. Yeah. (laughs) Like what a beautiful thing. Right. Like, and so it's like, you where you are right now if it wasn't for those things and I think that like that's one of the main kind of pillars or the main like things that I talk about all the time is like your story is purposeful like your experiences are purposeful and we're always pushing us to where we want to be it's not all or where we need to be right and it's not always in the way that we want it to look it's not always like it's not always like a joyful like skipping down you know the, the road right it's Sometimes it's like an abrasive kick to the face. Sometimes it's a, a really heartbreak, right? Like I had a very similar situation where it was like cordial. And then a couple of days later, it wasn't so freaking cordial, you know, yeah. it's a lot that I was like, oh man, like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I had to like, even in like the, the pain and the heartbreak, I dropped to my knees and, and expressed so much gratitude for the ability to see that in him yeah yeah. like in that in that moment um after they had taken him um away I called my parents and obviously like they lost their shit and my dad being a very emotional beautiful cancer he was like oh my god like you need to get the fuck home now he was just like my baby is in danger she's not safe she needs to get home and it was really like in my tears I was like dad no it's okay it's okay like I was like I'm just I I'm obviously afraid and upset and hurting which is why I called you but it's okay and it was really just like the work I had already done brought me to that point where I could identify that in the moment and it's kind of one of those things I asked for it. Yeah. We were living together while being separated. And mind you, we purchased an RV. So it's a very small space we were sharing. And he, I, I mean, I'm an empath. I felt his energy very intently. And I was, I was reading through my journal and I was like, just expressing how challenging like this X amount of time was going to be until he said he was going to leave. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't, I can't do this. And I literally asked God to give me something to give me this time and space to start healing. Cause I couldn't do it while he was there. And then that event happened and I had to look at it like, wow, I asked for this change and I got it. Just like with this whole coronavirus thing, we've all been collectively asking for a shift yeah. and this is what's setting it in motion. Yeah. Like my eyes are watering. Cause I'm just like, it, it feels like it's so healing for me in this moment to have this conversation with you and to know that I am not alone in the way that I've been feeling things in the way that I see things in the way that I've just been like experiencing all of this, because 
as you know, like the online space right now is very volatile in a lot of ways, right? Like express anything. Like I, I had like a, a post that was like, you know, just basically talking about how to make this time like, you know, purposeful and to kind of like reflect on things and somebody, which is like totally fine. Right. But like somebody reached out to me and was just like very triggered and was like, you know, how could you say anything is positive from this? And like, people are dying. And I was like, girl, I I know that people are dying. Like I know people that have died. I'm not saying that this isn't a time to like also grieve, which is why I said in my post, like, Hey, like duality is important. Like being able to look at the full, the full picture is important you know, and, and I am choosing to move through this by looking at all of it and not closing my eyes and not closing my heart to all of it. And it's not subscribing to what you just see everyone else saying on media, exactly. you know, cause like a lot of what we're experiencing is like that 3d consciousness fear. Yeah. And we need to realize that what we are seeing and experiencing in 3d is very real, yeah. but there is so much more happening in the other layers and the other realms and the other realms that are actually having a much larger impact on than what is happening in 3d yeah a hundred percent and I wanted to like go back to how you said that you asked for the change because what I when I it's so similar like I looked back at my journal and Five and a half months before things ended, very, very abruptly, even though I soul knew before brain knew, right? Like always, um, I wrote in my journal about the challenges that we were moving through. And I wrote like, if in six months, this isn't shifted, it would not be true. I would not be true to myself if I stayed. And full body goosebumps right now. Yes. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I wrote in my journal, if I stay, I am not true to myself. If this doesn't shift because there were parts of me that needed to be expressed. There were parts of me that needed to evolve. And I couldn't in this relationship and, and the relationship was amazing and wonderful in all, a lot of different, a, a lot of ways, actually. Yeah. You're not discounting the good. Yeah, exactly. And I always say that just because again, you know, it's just, it's part of the experience. Yeah. And I knew that I was, again, I was not going to be staying true to myself if I stayed. So same thing, you know, here we are five and a half months later, this information lands in my lap that then became a non-negotiable. And in honor of his privacy, because there are people we obviously know and people listen to my podcast, like I don't feel like it's of integrity to like air like the details. And so I've always kind of given enough information. So it's not a matter of like me not wanting to be vulnerable. It's, you know, more of integrity of his privacy. But yeah, information landed in my lap. And I was like, this is a motherfucking non-negotiable. Things have to change. And I was so angry. Like I... I remember like having this conversation with the universe of like, really this, like this, because there was, the thing was, there was nowhere to go with that. Like there was nowhere to go. I couldn't move forward with him. And I know that the universe was like, if you didn't have something that was such a non-negotiable that you would not abandon yourself with ever, ever, ever again, if not, you would, it would have been easy for you to stay. It would have been easy for you to keep trying to work because of the good things mm-hmm. and, and to keep putting this thing to the side. Um, and not because I was trying not to make it important, but because there was so much good and it was such a hard 
decision to make in general. And there, he also had children. So there were children involved that were deeply, deeply like, you know, impacted. Yeah. And like, just, you know, I was in love with, and we have this life and all of these things. Right. And so this information landed in my lap, literally. And I was like, there's nowhere to go from here. And I remember, again, I had this, this conversation where I was like, I was, I, and I allowed myself to be angry and resentful because it was painful and there was ego deaths and like, you know, a lot of shit that I had to move through. And I also, you know, within two weeks was able to sit and be like, I, I asked for it because I had actually forgotten that I had stated that like the, the, the six month thing, I forgot about it until I was reflecting in my journals. Right. And so it's just a beautiful reminder that oftentimes we know exactly what we need and we know what we need to do, but we get in our own way, ego, fear, doubt, a lot of different things like programmings and patterns, right? Self-limiting beliefs, imbalances, all like the stories and the narratives get in our fucking way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the universe just has got to give you like that swift kick in the ass and it hurts. And it, it's, sometimes it's just like it's embarrassing there's so much that's like involved in it and again within within a month of that that breakup I was in a one like I I was in a completely different space I also like realized like how in love with myself that I like I felt so deeply in love with myself through the process of being in that relationship and doing the really hard work and choosing to stand in my power and ending the relationship and giving myself the space to grieve and felt so surrounded in love, right? From like friends and family and just like all of that stuff. My business changed drastically. So when I gave myself that chance to express who I was and what I was feeling and all of that stuff, like the abundance, right? Like not even just monetary abundance, just like everything. Yep. Being able to say, open up, clear out. So you can hold space for so much more. Yeah. Much yeah. more. So interesting. Like even like my body, like physically changed, like my skin, changed, my hair got super like thick. It's just like my eyelashes, like went from like just, just everything. I, yeah, just my boobs grew. Like it's like, <laughs> It's amazing what happens when you start just like embodying your purpose and that like those core desires are like, okay, if I live this way, if I lead by my heart, like, uh, it all just, everything starts, everything's always working in your favor and it starts working in your favor even more. So, <laughs> you know, we just have to like get out of our own way. Yeah. I know. I literally laugh at myself sometimes when I have like doubt and just like nasty talk come in. I laugh and I'm like, why do I talk to myself this way? I'm like, what, what good are you doing? We're not moving anywhere. You're just making me feel like crap. But yet, like I am the one in my way and it's always going to be that way until it's like, no, like I'm going to remove myself, like remove your ego. And it's like, no, let's move forward. Literally, <laughs> just like, it's, it's just so, it's so interesting. And I'm so grateful to know women like you who are embodying this work and that like, you know, even like now moving forward, I'm just like, oh man, like I have this sister that like I know sees me. And it's so important on this journey, whether, you know, sister or brother, like anybody, but to like have people who mm-hmm. are there to reflect back to you, like 
Mm. that are important and to validate like and not that you need outside validation but it's so important when you find and so powerful when you find people who are just like yes you know we're both like moving our hands around like we're all like stoked on this conversation can be just like a powerful mirror for you when we are in our doubt you know because it has happened but then you have those those people that, that tribe that looks at you and goes I know how you're feeling boo and I know you're better than this yeah you know just it's so powerful like weeding out all the toxic relationships has opened up to so much more love and community. And like, I've, I've experienced more of that being out here and going through the experience I've had than, than ever before. And there's no regrets in that. I'm like, "Mm." yeah. And you're going to experience so much more on this next adventure because it's like, it's an aligned decision. Right. And like the more in alignment you become, yeah. More things. It's like, you know, I, I mean, it's like such a weird analogy, but I think of like a light and all these moths coming to your light. Right. And not in like a bad way, but like people will find you when you stand in your power and you're a sovereign being where you're just like, I don't need anybody to validate who I am. Then you f- actually end up finding the people that make you fe- like organically feel valid and seen and like a sense of belonging. It's not even validated belonging yes absolutely yeah especially at doing that spiritual work in the beginning can I felt so alone because it was not it was like I guess it was kind of mainstream a little bit but like especially where I was I was like you know that little lone wolf rainbow sheep yeah. and but I said that the more you get into it the more you start attracting those people and it's not it's not a bad thing to be a light attracting the moths because if you're not your light people can't find you uh-huh. And that is doing more disservice than anything else. Yeah. So it's so important to be in your light because one person needs you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I so identify with being like the, the lone wolf because I was 20 when I started this journey, you know, and like everybody was just starting to party and just starting to do all those things. And I was like, well, I'm done partying because I'm getting sober because my life got real fucking serious real quick. And like, I, I, I need to do something or I'm not going to make it, you know, like I was in a very, very dark place. And yeah, it was, I got to that point where I was like, something needs to change. And none of these things resonate with me. None of these people resonate with me anymore. And I spent a long time like in solitude, which I think is why I have such a deep love and for solitude now but obviously there's challenges that come up but still like um I think a lot of people can really resonate for you know whatever has set them on the path whether it's mental health or or anything right like we're all beings we're all healing things and we're all doing the best that we can and when you really choose a path of um of spirituality or of healing or whatever it is that you want to call it because we all kind of call it something different Mm -hmm. Um, you know rediscovery whatever it may be is it can be lonely and that's okay because getting when you are in that place of like quote-unquote feeling alone loneliness is just an experience that can be temporary while you go inward and you figure out like who you are and what you need and what you feel and what you want. Because when you start to discover that, then you start to reach out and you find people that are like, you know, you vibe with, and then you're not alone anymore. Yep. And then you're, then you come more and more into who you really are. And then the more people start to reflect that back to you and you're like, wow, I'm surrounded by beautiful beings because I am a beautiful being. Yeah. 
and I'm worthy of these relationships and I'm worthy of like all of the things that life has to offer. Yep. We have every, it's our birthright to have pleasure, to have joy, to feel love and bliss. Like we were born into a creative universe to create love. And so that's what we're finally, finally like really coming back to really coming back to yeah, and I think the great awakening. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I love, I love that. It's, it really is a, and this time is a huge opportunity and invitation for us. Like you said, like, and like we said before in our stories, like we have been asking for this. We've been asking for the reset. We've been asking for this and it does not look the way that any of us ever thought it was going to look or, you know, at least most of us didn't think it was going to look. And this is a time to really modify and adjust and, and get familiar with what's important because we've lost sight of that as a collective. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Can you tell everybody where they can find you online and, um, and just a little bit of, oh, actually in the beginning, you said that you do coaching and stuff, but you want to tell them a little bit about maybe what you're offering. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so right now my main handle is Instagram. My name is the chakra, witch underscore, um, also on Facebook under Lauren Soulsby, I have a private Facebook community called Witch Chakras, where we get to play on witchcraft, spirituality, chakras, and really get to um, just create a community and um, support one another on that platform. So right now, I just have, um, I'm offering one-on-one private mentorships with month-long deep dives through your chakras. And it's a specialized to you. You can do one month, three months, or do all seven. Um, and then I do have some things that's really juicy coming up for a women's group program um, sometime this summer. So, yeah. Thank you so much for carving out time in your day to come have a conversation with me. I'm so excited to post this and have people listen to this conversation because I know for me that this has been so needed and, and very, very healing. So I, I really appreciate you. Mm, thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor to connect with you and just... We'll have to, we'll do this again. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to put it on here on record that one of the topics I really wanted to dive into, but I think it'll be great to maybe around the time that you're launching your program um, to dive into pleasure and sacred sexuality and sexual expression, because I feel like we can really jam out about that conversation. And I think that it's a conversation that a lot of us women need to fucking have. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I posted the other day that you cannot be a powerful woman and be afraid of your pussy. yes yes like even that word like it has has some stigma but I'm like you know what it's my pussy and it's mine I name it so yeah that's without giving too much away that's totally very much um the realms that we will be playing in in my group program I'm I'm here for it and we are going to reconnect on this (laughs) yes